You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hi, and welcome to Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is a bonus episode. (laughs) I am releasing two episodes today instead of my usual one. The second one is a guest episode. This one is a continuation of last week's episode. Um, I wanted to... I explained that some episodes I had to remove, and so I wanted to make sure I made up for that in releasing a bonus episode. So... This is part two of how to stop feeling guilty around food. If you have not listened to that episode, this episode will not make a lot of sense. (laughs) So I recommend that you go back and check that one out. There's a worksheet that goes along with it. The link to that is in the show notes, and it's also on the front page of my website. It's completely free. There's no email exchange, nothing. You just literally click on the link and get your worksheet. I created this because I'd been getting a lot of questions around, well, how do I stop feeling guilty around food? And so I thought I would create sort of a, um, I hate using like step-by-step because there's a lot of like nuances to that, but this is sort of a guided process in doing the work to help you uncover why it is there's guilt around food and exercise in your body. Um, and if you haven't <laughs> figured it out by now, it's a little bit deeper than surface level answers. And the benefit of that and by going deeper is that by uncovering some of these deep core beliefs that we have about ourselves by doing this work and really getting deeper and deeper into it, we will figure out the root of the cause and be able to then make shifts that will bring about long lasting change. It really is about getting out of your head once we start identifying these things and really truly going into the body to feel it out. So my whole goal is getting us back to our bodies, getting us out of our heads and learning how to feel again, learning how to be more intuitive and really truly create the life that we want based on how we feel and and what it is that we want. We never ask ourselves that question. So this type of work, this worksheet sort of gets deeper into that. So let's jump into part two. Before we dive into today's content, I just want you to know that I hear you. I know you're tired. Tired of the battle, the guilt with food, of the constant hustle, of the people pleasing, the comparison of needing to prove yourself. You're tired of always second guessing your decisions in life, of feeling like a fraud, pretending like everything is awesome. You're tired of the emptiness. I hear you, I see you, and I promise there's another way. If you are ready to stop biting and hating your body, to overhaul your relationship to food and exercise, if you are ready to finally feel at home in your body, to finally live out the life you want to be living, I've got you. 
I now have spots open for one-to-one coaching, a six-month program that will help you navigate the negative self-talk, the self-destructing habits like binging and restricting, the back-on-track, off-track mentality. I will help you discover movement you no longer feel forced by, how to heal your relationship to food, and ultimately how to accept and finally feel at home in your body. With one-to-one coaching, you will get six months of coaching, 24 sessions total, video calls and unlimited email support, two additional 30-minute sessions to be scheduled when you are looking for any extra support, weekly homework activities ranging from journal prompts, meditations, and real-life integration and practice of the work. If you are ready to finally stop fighting yourself, heal your relationship to food, and ultimately feel at home in your body, I am ready to work with you. You can begin this process by filling out the application in the show notes or on my website, www.stephanie-dankelson.com services. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you and we will see you soon. So last week, we sort of set ourselves up um, to start uncovering the guilt and where that's coming from. So grab your worksheets and reflect on the question, why do I feel guilty about this situation? Where is the guilt coming from? Typically, when we dig deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, we get more information on where that guilt is actually coming from. It's not just, uh, I'm crazy around food. I can't control myself around desserts, whatever these surface level things are that we try and manipulate and control. It's never about those things. It's never about the food. For me, if we're looking at my journey and the answers that I ended up getting to when I did this, um, when I answered this question myself, it was, if I gain weight, I will be rejected, and ultimately, that meant I would not be loved. Truly deep down inside of me, I thought that I would not be loved, I would not be accepted, I would not be worthy if I gained weight. There was so so much fear in being rejected and not being accepted and not being seen as good enough, and that, like those three things, because I, I believed that at my core, subconsciously, everything I did in my life was driven from those deep, deep, deep beliefs. You know, I developed perfectionism tendencies. I was a people pleaser. I wanted to prove myself in everything that I did. My body image was not only my way of feeling safe, of feeling accepted, of, of, making sure that I fit into this box and like other people in my life would see me as pretty or whatever that was. And then they would accept me. They would love me. I would get attention from boys, whatever that was. It was also my way to control when I didn't feel those things in my other areas of life. So if I didn't feel accepted or worthy or, or what have you or enough in maybe areas of school or family or friendships or whatever, instead of learning how to give those things to myself, know those things at my core, not let my external world dictate whether or not I was those things. I would turn to food and exercise and control the living daylights out of those things because I so desperately wanted to feel like I had my shit together. And I figured like, if I had at least this together and I looked this way, then I, you know, would somehow be accepted somewhere in my life. And so we can see that like the, once we get to like that root, root, root 
of our behaviors and uncover these negative core beliefs that we have about ourselves, we can start recognizing how they're not only taking over our our life (laughs) and realizing that if we just shift the behavior alone, it's never going to give us long lasting results. So just by shifting the way I see food, that alone without doing this deeper work, if I was just focusing on that, I wouldn't have long lasting change. I wouldn't have a deeper awareness to be able to actually overhaul my relationship to food and exercise because I wouldn't have the awareness that they were coming from this wounded place of I'm not enough. I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be loved. All these really scary, deep beliefs that I had about myself. So once we uncover those, we can now start to shift them. So what are your negative beliefs? There's so many, there's no right or wrong answer. Just come to and accept, like coming to acceptance and and fully accepting where we're at, understanding that yes, these things are not serving us right now. If we don't come to the acceptance and allow them to exist in the space that they have, if we don't give them the, the space to exist, we can't move forward because we're still fighting ourselves. So we have to come to this place of acceptance of like, listen, okay, these are the negative beliefs that I hold about myself. They're not, they may not be mine. They may be adopted from something else in my life. I may have, um, yeah, I guess adopted them from someone else in my life, say a parent, a friend, a teacher or whatever, and, and, and believed them to be true about myself for 20, 10, 20, 30 years. Okay. Here they are. <laughs> I know that they're not serving me, but I accept that this is, has been true for me, um, for some time and that I've lived by them for some time and it's okay. I'm not wrong or bad. It just, this is what exists. Once we can get to that point, instead of rejecting and being angry that these things, um, we've been holding on to these things. Once we can move past that and say, okay, here they are. I've got it now we can start coming up with, well, how do I want to feel around food? Get really specific on the feeling here. Bliss, freedom, happiness, joy, ease, lightness, nourishing, pleasure. Like what are those feelings that you want to have? Now, What new beliefs about yourself and your body do you get to adapt in order to help you begin to feel that way? The reason we feel crazy or uncontrollable or um, guilty, all of those things, the reason we feel these like sticky emotions around food is because deep down, There's something that it's being driven from. Again, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm afraid that if I do this or I look a certain way, that I'm not going to be accepted. If I gain the weight, then I'm not going to be loved. Or if I'm in this kind of body, like there's something deeper. And so what new beliefs do we get to start implementing to feel blissful, to feel freedom, to feel this liberation around food? 
So I'm lovable always. I am enough. I am worthy. I am accepted. There's so many that we can shift. What new ones feel really, really good, that feel freeing, that feel like true to you. Even if you don't 100% believe them right now, what do you want to believe about yourself? We get to create this for us. We don't have to adopt and believe the beliefs that have been passed down to us or, or given to us in childhood or however we've picked them up. We don't have to believe what's not serving us. Once we understand that, like life is unstoppable. Because we can choose how we want to be, how we want to feel, what it is that we want. So much of our lives are driven by fear and these deep beliefs of not being good enough. And so we shift in mold and exhaust ourselves and live in our heads and spend so much time worrying about what everyone else is thinking because, this, because there's this fear of not being loved, of being rejected, of, being, of not being accepted. And it's exhausting. Think about all of the sacrifices that you make on a day-to-day basis, the, the kinds of jobs you take, the kinds of foods that you eat, the kinds of things that you do with your time, the kinds of things you don't say because you're afraid. And it's okay to be afraid. We just get to recognize that that fear gets to exist along with taking action towards the things that we want in our lives. And in order to do all of these things, we have to understand where the fear is coming from. So in that space or in your journal, write down some new beliefs about yourself and your body that you, I put need in here, but I'm going to change that word to get. You get to adopt these new beliefs in order to help you begin to feel the way that you want to feel around food. Take time and think about that. The next section in the worksheet or the workbook is, so this has been really helpful for me in shifting these beliefs because it can feel really jarring to go from, I don't believe I'm worthy to I'm worthy. (laughs) So something that's been really helpful for me is shifting it to, I am in the process of knowing my worth. And the key word here is knowing because all of us, all of us are worthy. We were born worthy. Somewhere along the line, we believed that we weren't. So it's not about um, being worthy. It's about knowing your worth, re-recognizing your worth, re-adopting that knowing. So in that space below or in your journal, take those beliefs that you wrote above, those new ones, And before each of them, right, I am in the process of knowing I am lovable always. I am in the process of knowing my worth. I am in the process of knowing I'm enough. Whatever your beliefs are, let's write, I am in the process of, and then just make sure that word knowing, (laughs) you apply that where, where needed. Your body's been driving from these negative old beliefs for so many years. So let's make it a little less aggressive in switching it over. 
something that I like to do as well, especially when I was first starting to shift my old beliefs was standing. So, so if you have a meditation practice or you have a practice, um, I highly recommend just setting aside 15 minutes every single day to reconnect to yourself. We give and give and give and give and give and put ourselves out there and do so much in our day to day. We never take time for ourselves. We never take time to either reflect on the day or when we first wake up to really connect with ourselves and give us that space to ask ourselves, okay, what do I need right now? How am I feeling? What can I, you know, like, or practice some of these, um, beliefs that were shifting or practice some of these new, um, tactics that we're, we're learning. It's really important to have sort of time to set aside to start implementing these new things as you're starting to like shift all of this. And pretty soon it'll become more of an integrative practice where you'll notice these things come up and you can shift it in a moment. But until then we got to practice. <laughs> so Set, it, set aside 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever it is to just be silent with yourself. And during this time, one of the best things that we can do in learning how to shift these beliefs is, it's one of my favorite things. So you can stand up, place your feet really strongly into the ground, really, really, really focus on the support here. Like I am so supported. I'm so safe. I'm grounded. Stand really tall, face your palms forward, and just repeat over and over and over, I am in the process of knowing my worth. I am in the process of knowing I am loved always. Repeat those beliefs over and over and over. Write them down. (laughs) Put them places where you can see it. Really practice, like, Like bring those beliefs into the forefront of your mind as often as possible and just be gentle with yourself and just practice awareness when you notice yourself making a decision out of fear and then just get curious about it. We don't have to beat ourselves up. This process doesn't have to look any certain way. But what's really amazing is that when you start to believe these things about yourself, when you know that you are always loved, And you can always give yourself that love. It takes away the power from our external world. It places all of that back into our hands because we're no longer relying on anybody else in our world, any other circumstance to feel the way that we want to be feeling. You have access to love and safety and worthiness and acceptance. You have access to all of that already. It can literally be, we make it so difficult. It can literally be as simple as sitting down on the floor, placing your hands on your heart and picturing in your mind, either a time where you felt freedom or a time where you felt so loved, or even just thinking about loving yourself or what, like whatever it is you want to feel, you can either picture a time where you've felt that way or create it in your mind and focus on bringing that feeling into your body, get out of your head bring it into your body. And it's like, there you have it. (laughs) Freedom, happiness, acceptance, love, safety, whatever it is, it's all right there. We just have to manifest it. We just have to access it. So it can be so simple. And then just start to notice in your day to day, 
What decisions make you feel the way that you want to feel that, that get you closer to those feelings? Are you filling your day with things that bring you happiness? Are you um, making choices that align you with, you know, the joy, the happiness, the freedom, all of those kinds of things? Or are you making choices that make you feel shitty? So not only do we have access to those feelings at any time, but we can also really take a look at the decisions that we make in our day-to-day and ask ourselves, is this serving me? Is this helping me get to where I want to go? If not, what? how can we either shift our perspective or how can we shift our situation? Maybe, some, maybe going to our shitty nine-to-five, that is something that is just our current circumstance. So how can we learn to accept that and change our perspective so that we can show up and not feel shitty, but feel, you know, freedom. Like what kinds of things can you incorporate in your day to day to help feel that freedom, that happiness, that lightness or whatever it is that you want. We get to make those choices. So how can we make it so easy? It doesn't have to be complicated. I promise. So once we understand that we hold that power, we don't need our external world to make us feel any kind of way because we already can do that for ourselves. We're able to live out our truth. We're able to live out the life that we want because our external world no longer defines what makes us worthy or lovable or accepted. And then in the same way, every person that loves you is just adding value to your life rather than like needing them to keep the pieces of your heart intact. So rather than like relying on them for that love, it can just be added value because you already love yourself. You are already whole and all of these beautiful things in our lives is just value. And then in the same way, if someone leaves our life or if we don't get the promotion or if we're rejected from something, it doesn't have to say anything about our worth as a human. We can still process the feelings that come up with that. Of course, it's going to hurt. Of course, it's going to suck. Of course, if something that we've been working so hard for doesn't go our way, it's going to hurt. It's going to be disappointing. We can still honor those feelings and then be able to get up tomorrow and know, you know what? This doesn't say anything about my worth. I'm still smart. I'm still worthy. I'm still enough. I'm still loved. This was just a lesson in my life. This was just something that another chapter that is ending. It doesn't have to say anything about our worth. And how beautiful is that? Because now when we go after our dreams or we start speaking our truth and we're rejected or we you know, really take that big scary step in life towards the thing that we really want or we, we say the thing that we've always wanted to say to our significant other, the way that we get to do those things now We still get to go after these big things. We still get to speak our truth, all of this kind of stuff. But now uh, the end result has nothing to do with with our, our worth. So it makes the process so much better. I never want to say don't go after for don't go after what you want. Don't place, you know, like I think sometimes when, when we talk about removing the perfectionism or removing these, these beliefs that sort of motivate us to be our best, I think that there can be some fear in thinking, well, I'll never do anything that I want. If I accept myself where I'm at, that means I'm never going to go after my dreams. I'm never going to feel the way that I want to feel all of this stuff because I'm just settling. 
That's not it at all. It's actually the opposite. (laughs) By giving ourselves compassion, by knowing our worth, by understanding that no matter what, I'm still loved, by knowing all of that, it makes you, I feel, go after your dreams harder because you know that the rejection is just that. It's just a rejection. It doesn't have to be this whole debacle of I'm a sucky human. I should never try again, or I need to prove myself harder in all these areas of my life because I feel insignificant. No, you are worthy and enough. It's, it's just a situation in life. It's happening for you. So let's learn the lesson and move forward. Kind of went on a tangent there. (laughs) Uh, It's all related. I think the important thing to really get to here is understanding the root of our behaviors and then being able to start shifting them is how we're going to make proactive, lasting change in our lives. When we can learn to be curious and compassionate rather than shame, like like shaming ourselves and hating ourselves, We can just get so much more farther in life. We can learn so much more. It becomes a game rather than like this thing we have to win to prove ourselves. It just gets to be, how easy can I make this? Stop beating yourself up. Where is the guilt coming from? What are you afraid of? How can you give that to yourself? How can you know that yourself? And every time you find yourself feeling guilty or turning to food in a stressful situation, ask yourself the question, what, what's deeper here? What's actually going on here? What am I avoiding? What am I trying to get by controlling this stuff? What am I trying to get by eating this entire box of Oreos? What am I avoiding? What am I trying to feel? How can I give that to myself? How, how much love? What do I need right now? <laughs> How can I love myself more in this moment? Sometimes it just means allowing the anxiety or the painful emotions to have its space. We spend so much time avoiding and not enough time feeling. We spend so much time in our heads and not enough time feeling. Just create space. Create space for any emotionality that comes up. Create space for something that doesn't go, for for the thing that doesn't go your way. Create space. Allow that to happen. Allow it to be there. Allow the lesson to be learned. Create the space to be curious. Just dig a little deeper. And then practice knowing your new beliefs. Write them everywhere. Do the thing every single morning where you stand up and say, I am in the process of knowing I'm worthy. See how that starts to shift. See what kinds of things you start doing because you have this new belief about yourself. Pay attention. That is everything. (laughs) I kind of went off. I get really excited about this kind of stuff. So let me know if something didn't make sense or you're like, what the hell are you trying to say there? (laughs) I love, um, 
having conversations in my DMs on Instagram or even email. You can email me. I feel like sometimes Instagram is just easy. Um, but what I love, like, let me know what questions you have. I really, truly love making sure that you guys are getting what I'm trying to communicate. And if something's not working, I want to, I want to know that. So, um, let me know how this landed for you. Let me know what you thought of completing the worksheet. Let me know what your new beliefs are. I'd love to know. I'd love to hear the, the shifts that you're making in your life and help support you in that. So thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Um, I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. And go ahead and listen to today's other episode with Maddie Moon. And we will all chat soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you at all resonated with today's message, please give it a share either with a friend or a family member or on Instagram. You can tag me at Stephanie Dankelson. The best way to get this podcast growing and to share this message with the world is through word of mouth. Thank you to those of you who have already shared this podcast. It means so much to me. I appreciate all of you and we will see you all soon.